Hello, friends. It's your girl, M. Hope all is well. Today's movie is Carriers, which is a pandemic movie. I was trying to hold off on doing pandemic movies because, like, we're we're living the nightmare right now. So I wanted to pick one that wasn't as super sort of serious as like a contagion type movie only because we're still in it um and you know while things are appearing to be better i never believe anything so i didn't want to jinx any of us so i'm not gonna so instead i decided to watch carriers which i saw a few years back um and if you wanted to check it out i believe i watched it on amazon prime um, it's available if you have Amazon Prime. It used to be on Netflix. It's not on Netflix anymore. It's definitely on Amazon Prime. So it's Carriers. It's with uh, Chris Pine and uh, actually Chris uh, Maloney of uh, SVU fame plays a part in it as well. So let's get right into it because um, this could be a little lengthy. There's a lot to cover in this one. So basically a highly contagious virus breaks out, right? These two brothers, Brian and Danny, uh, decide that they're going to go to their, like, childhood vacation spot uh, on Turtle Beach. They have uh, Brian's girlfriend with them and Danny's friend, Kate. Um, and so they decided they're going to Turtle Beach. I guess they used to go there when they were kids and <clears throat> supposedly there is a empty hotel there and they think it'll be safer everyone always thinks somewhere else is safe um in the apocalypse so they're on the way to the beach they are stopped by frank who's in his truck he's sort of blocked off the road he's asking for gas but um they have a tendency to avoid people um, because this highly contagious virus so they see that Frank's daughter um, is infected, and they see that because she does have a mask on, but um, she's bleeding from the mouth. They get around the sort of roadblock that Frank set up, but because of how they drove, they kind of fucked up their car, and they realize, oh shit, we gotta go back and get that guy's car. Because we're just sitting ducks out here. Um, so they get all like suited up with their, their mask and gloves and they have like gallons of bleach that they're carrying with them and um, you know Brian has a, a, a gun which you find out later yeah it was his dad's gun um, so it's not like he stole that they, are, they were in a stolen car, though. What's fun about the car is it was a Mercedes, um, and they had scribbled Road Warrior on it. So, Mad Max reference. But also, they were, like, carrying a, a, a two surfboards. We'll get into that later. That just annoyed the, the shit out of me. So, they go walking back. They attempt to take the truck from Frank, but Frank basically says, you're going to have to kill me, and I could be possibly infected, and I'm going to bleed all over your new car. Um, so they devised a plan to get Frank to his destination. So like, you know, in every apocalypse, uh, pandemic movie, there's always somebody who wants to like go to some medical facility or the CDC. Um, 
And that's where he says he's taking his daughter, that supposedly there's some kind of serum and uh, they can they can fix her and blah, blah, blah. So they come up with this plan to sort of tarp off the back area of the truck. So it's, it's kind of like a, like a Bronco or an Explorer. So they empty that out. They tarp it off with plastic and they put Frank and his daughter in the back. They then bleach the whole entire car. So I always get annoyed when people try to get to the CDC. I don't know. I just get annoyed when people try to go towards that kind of thing because if you know anything about the CDC, one, they research really, really scary shit. So like, like, and they store it there. Like, you know, I don't know what they fucking do. I just know that they cured some things and some things they just hold on to. Like, I don't know. Weaponized smallpox. Like, I just don't, I would never. Anyway. So they get to the place, Frank and uh, Danny, Brian, and Kate go inside. Um, At first, Frank didn't want to leave his daughter. Bobby said, no, she'll be fine here. She'll just stay in the back. I'll stay with her. She's talking to a little girl, sort of just keeping her entertained. Um, At that point, though, the little girl starts coughing and choking and basically breathe um they had like an oxygen tank back there to help her to like supplement um her oxygen and of course bobby's kind of torn like i i should not go near her but also there's a child essentially dying in front of me so she like rips at the tarp and like tries to like hand her the the oxygen and tries to give it to her and in that moment she doesn't have her mask on appropriately and the girl coughs blood all over so she realizes at that point this highly highly contagious i mean we were we were guys we were going through this whole pandemic thing where we were told to stay six feet away from people let alone have someone cough directly in your face um would be a bad idea so she kind of cleans herself up, realizes, oh, fuck. Um, she tapes the thing back up, um, blah, blah, blah. The father comes out and goes, what happened? And she's like, oh, she was coughing. So I, I gave her the oxygen. Um, but what they had found out when they went inside was that there was a doctor there. Um, but the serum doesn't work. And he was actually about to, like, euthanize a bunch of kids like he was just like pouring a whole bunch of potassium and like kool-aid basically he was like jim jones in it he was gonna kill these kids because they, they were gonna die and he was infected he was gonna die and um rather than die painfully you know he was gonna euthanize them so get back to the truck bobby clearly hides the fact that she's been uh, spat upon from this child the group well ryan was like we have to get these people out of here like we can't they can't stay with us this is a terrible idea his brother's like no that's ridiculous we can we can keep them like in that little area and blah 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 and at some point the little girl's like i have to go to the bathroom and her dad was like do you have to go number one or number two and she's like number two and he's like fuck there's a bunch of porta potties and he says okay i need you to be a big girl and i need you to go to the porta potties by yourself they're they're like right in front but she falls down he gets up and he 
goes, I'm sorry, you know, like I'll, I'll take you. And he knows, he knows the second that he walks away from the truck that these guys are going to leave. And he starts having her sing a song to kind of distract her from the fact that they're about to be left there to die. Um, so Brian takes all their stuff out, puts it down, puts the oxygen down, doesn't keep the oxygen or anything like that. Tells everyone to get in the car and they leave. All the while, Bobby knows she definitely has a very high chance of being infected, but says nothing, nothing at all. Um, at some point they pull over to like completely uh, Clorox the car, bleach out the car. And in that moment, she actually takes off the jacket that she had had on and sort of threw it underneath the truck. So when they drove off, no one would notice that she was covered in this girl's blood. And uh, once again, just keeps hiding it from the group. So they have this, you know, they're they're driving around trying to find somewhere to, to be. They kind of stumble upon this, um, I don't know what you call it. It's a golf course or like a country club, golf club, whatever. It has like a big fancy golf course and um, like a hotel there. And so they essentially, the brothers and Kate kind of just sit around getting drunk playing golf. Um, Bobby is playing golf with them, drinking, never says anything. Once again, um, I find that very important to say. It's like when someone gets bit in a zombie movie and like they try to hide it as if they're going to be the one that fights it off. So the problem is they are being sort of like super reckless. Um, especially Brian. Brian's super reckless. Um, driving golf carts around like a lunatic, flipping one over, blah, blah, blah. You know, he tries to get his girlfriend to like help him out of the um, sand pit or whatever they're called, hazard. And, um, you know, drags her in and starts, you know, kissing on her. And she's like, please leave me alone. I'm not in the mood for you. And again, she got spit upon. So problem is they're going around doing all this dumb shit playing and blah blah blah. They never actually like looked in the place and looked around because then they would know that people were there. Well, people were using it. Nobody was there, but you could tell definitely there was a lot of supplies. There was a lot of things going on and they definitely missed out on the fact that people were utilizing that spot. They did find a guy in, like, the pool. I'm not really sure why Brian felt like cleaning the pool. It looks like a fucking swamp. And so he almost falls in. This whole big thing about his brother saves him, blah, 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 blah. Um, well, while exploring, Danny and Kate hear someone. And they shout out to Brian and realize, oh shit, that's not Brian. So at this point, they're sort of running around, trying to hide, crouching down, trying to sort of 
be invisible, whatever. It ends up being a shit show. They get captured. Um, these guys are in full like biohazard suits with full respirators on, with guns, and you know, um, they, they take the the kid. I say the kids. They're young, so they, they take the kids outside. Um, and basically, we're gonna make them leave, and some scumbaggy motherfucker decides they want to keep the girls. We all know why. Because they're scumbags. So they made the girls strip to make sure they weren't sick because there's these blotches that happen with this virus. Once that happens, it is revealed that Bobby is infected. So essentially, they just make them all leave. The one guy in the group was like, you can't do this. You can't keep the girls. It's stupid. They were actually going to fucking make that guy leave too. Um, And they had accused them of killing the guy in the pool and all this other stuff. And um, either way, at some point, you know, um, they realize that she's infected so they make them all leave they take the one guy back inside we don't know what happens to him but Brian, Danny, Kate and Bobby get in the truck and they drive off everyone's wearing a mask except Bobby at this point which I just find incredibly shitty so like when we were going through this whole pandemic you know like they went they told us like the reason we're wearing a mask is to protect other people I mean it's also to protect you depending upon what type of mask you have but really And a lot of Asian countries do that. A lot of other countries do that, where it's like, if I have a cold or anything like that, I would wear a a mask just to not spread it to other people, just to be a nice person. She's not wearing a mask, which maybe just at this stage of the pandemic made me think she was a dick. So they come to the realization at some point, you know, Brian is struggling with it. They're trying to find gas. They're almost on E his brother tries to tell him like she has to go like she can't she can't stay with us so he he puts her out says to her you have to leave she tries to say all sorts of things and and he just says you know find somewhere a comfortable bed find water before it gets too bad goodbye So anyway, they're driving around, they can't find gas. They come up on these two of them in a car. Danny tries to pull the, please help me, be a good Christian, yada yada. His brother just comes out in a fury and just starts shooting them. He ends up getting shot in the leg, but he ends up killing these two women. Then they get the gas. What's hilarious is Kate is just sort of sitting through all this gets out with the siphon and the gas can and just goes to get the gas. Like, it doesn't even phase her that he just killed two people. I think that's more of like a just her coping mechanism for dealing with the whole situation was like, well, that happened. Um, I'm gonna go get the gas now. So they end up having to go to this like farmhouse. It's a hot mess. There's a dog eating someone, a dead lady with a shotgun um, that he takes um, because basically they're looking for medical stuff to treat his leg tells his brother hey let's let's get this cleaned up 
has him pull down his pants, and that's when he notices that he has the blotches. He goes and finds Kate. She's washing up somewhere. She looks at him and goes, he has it, doesn't he? And they realize that they basically have to leave him. They start driving, though. He gets in the car because he still has the gun. Um, even though uh, Danny did find a shotgun. Not really sure why he didn't look around for bullets. But either way, um, he had at least one more bullet if he had to threaten his own brother. But they park off somewhere and Brian falls asleep. He gets the key. They get in the car. They're like, just going to leave him here. Brian was still with it enough that he separated the actual ignition key from the door keys and he still had that and basically I don't think he was necessarily saying oh I I want you to stay with me or I want to go with you I think it was more like he wanted his brother to shoot him so he didn't suffer and die alone um so basically Brian forces Danny to kill him and he does. These two end up to go into Turtle Island. That's when it all kind of hits him that this was all just like a sham. I mean, the place is empty. You're by the ocean. I, I mean, that's fine. Um, nobody's there, so there's stuff you could probably, you know, utilize. But I think it really dawned on him that basically they were just trying to get back to their childhood which is not always the best reason to um, go somewhere. So let's talk about what they did right in this movie. Um, one, they had rules, very simple rules. It was avoid the infected, disinfect everything with bleach, and the belief that the sick are already dead. They do wear masks and gloves. They have these like little fanny packs and like working packs that they carry like their wipes and stuff in um, they do have their father's gun and they have a plan to go somewhere they also do this thing where they avoid highways which i always always enjoy when someone realizes that getting on the highway in the middle of a pandemic is probably the worst thing you can do because everybody tried to get on the highway so let's talk about what they did wrong because there was a lot so for one part uh, one thing is that they, they drew on their mask. So now we all know going through the pandemic that masks have a shelf life. So if you take a Sharpie to it, you're deteriorating that mask. They did have molded surgical masks though, which was good, but also they didn't have a lot of them. It seems as if they were reusing the same ones over and over again. Um, while it's fun to draw little faces on your mask, um, that does break down the material. Um, when they're going into a building, they never seem to put on their mask right away. It's kind of like now when we go into a building, more times than not, we've already have the mask on. I don't understand what the point of exposing myself to something and then putting my mask on would do. Um, Brian likes to take unnecessary risk. Drinking and driving, speeding, crashing the golf cart. They never check the scene. If they did, they would have seen the hotel was already occupied. They could have at least gotten some stuff and left. Um, the surfboards. 
holy shit, the surfboards annoyed the hell out of me. I get it. You have this childhood fantasy that you're going back to some place where you had great memories and you guys used to surf and boogie board and all that stuff, but surfboards are heavy. And if you're driving in a car and you're low on gas, the heavier your load is, the more gas you're using. You don't need the surfboards. Plus you could have used that space for something else. Um, Brian will just go off and shoot this gun for fun. Like at some point he's like shooting at like a sign. And I'm like, what do you have unlimited ammo? Like I, I don't recall seeing boxes of ammo. So what are you doing? Um, and the place they were going to wasn't really thought through. It was just like, oh, it's an abandoned hotel. So they'll have stuff, but you don't know how long it's been abandoned. You know, like when I was a kid, the Poconos was a huge place for people to vacation. But if you see some of those resorts now, there's nothing there. They've ripped out all the things. It's just, they're just shells of places. There's no food, there's no whatever. Um, so yeah, I don't think they really thought that through. So what does this mean in terms of fitness? So we'll state the obvious, they're, they're all young. Um, it appears as if Danny is college age. Kate, I believe, goes to college with him. Um, his brother is slightly older, but not much older than college age. Um, so they're all young and fit, but they are driving everywhere. So in the start of a pandemic, it's like everyone's in cars. But just so you know, in a few years, gas not only is gonna be hard to get, but gas can also go bad. Like it can just not be gassy or whatever, you know, it just won't work. Um, and that can kind of gum up engines depending what type of engine you have. So um, they seem to have enough food and water. It's implied, but you don't really see them utilizing it too much. Um, there is a lot of crouching and hiding involved. They have to sort of react very quickly to things. Um, so I think that flexibility um, and sort of quick reaction time is key. So how do you go about increasing flexibility? First off, just start a stretching routine. Something small, do five minutes of stretching a day. Or it can be like a little yoga thing that you found on the internet. Or sports stretchings for specific things that you're doing. I have a 10 minute stretching routine I do before I do weights or before I go for a run. But a really, really underutilized overlooked stretch is the squat stretch. So basically with that stretch, you're literally getting into a squatting position, um, going down low and holding it. So some people have to put their hands on their thighs. Some people can touch their feet. Some people do the yoga thing where they press their hands together, like in a prayer pose and just hold it. See how long it can go. Then add a few seconds. Um, not only does that help with flexibility, it actually helps with sore muscles. So if you've ever worked out and like the next day you thought you were going to die, that type of stretch actually helps with all the hip flexors, all the, the quads, buttocks, the whole nine yards. It'll help you feel less sore. It also helps stretch out your Achilles tendon, which some people who squat down, you can tell that their feet kind of come up. They can't put their feet flat. So um, that'll help stretch that out. So how do you increase your reaction speed? Some people just have like that innate 
thing where they can react very quickly. You know, if you've ever seen someone who, if something fell in front of them, they can just quickly grab it. Um, some people are just naturally have that ability. But so your reaction is basically how your body responds to like a stimulus. So how do you fix that? So you can run sprints on a signal. So it could be that, you know, you have a friend just say, okay, at any time I want you to like ring this bell, uh, you know, uh, blow this horn or blow a whistle or whatever it is and just start sprinting. The important part of that is just not know when that's going to happen, which could be fun, but also annoying if your friend's like a dick. Um, you can also do trail running. Like having to run on uneven space, uh, surfaces helps. That's one of the reasons why ultra runs, you'll find that a lot of runners have to walk a good portion of it because you can't just barrel through at doing a 10 minute mile the whole way through in like an ultra marathon. More times than not, ultra marathons are on trails and you'll, you know, snap a leg. Um, so that helps walking on uneven surfaces. So you can also just go for hikes on uneven surfaces. So, so you'd have to react to, oh, there's a tree stump here. Oh, there's a rock here. Um, I have to go over these weird steps or whatever. So there's that. There's also uh, pilometrics. So that's like squat jumps or split lunges. I don't do a lot of pilometrics. I have my half marathon coming up in the next couple of weeks, and I'm going to be sort of revamping my my workout schedule for after that because I want to get into I told you guys I wanted to get into more biking and things like that so um, I'm going to be revamping that I think I'm going to try to add in some uh, pilometrics I just feel like my balance is really shitty because of the MS but I'm going to give it a go we'll see how it goes um, but those are all really simple things that you can do that you could just add to your everyday fitness. If you added in a stretching routine, some squat stretches, maybe one pilometric, go for a hike, try a trail run. Um, it doesn't have to be all encompassing. Um, sometimes people can get very overwhelmed with fitness. And I think sometimes you see people, like if you look at the people in the movie, you're like, oh, well, they're already like fit, blah, blah, blah. Don't, don't compare yourself to them because those people are actors. So they, they got paid to look like that. You know, we're looking at real world things where what if I had to crouch down really fast? Or what if I had to, if I heard a noise and I realized in a split second, oh shit. I have to run, you know, um, people on, on these, in these movies or these TV shows, they have workout routines, they have personal trainers, they have certain aspects that they have to look like and sort of sell for that role. You don't, your only job is to try to get more physically fit and by doing these little things every day, it would help. So. I would say just add one little thing or focus on one little thing. If you know that flexibility is a problem, that's one of the things I'm going to be working on this summer, go for it. But don't do so much that 
you get overwhelmed with it and give up. I've said this so many other times before, if we could get away with going to the gym one day a week for eight hours and look exactly how we want it to look, we would. But that's not realistic. You have to be able to do little things throughout the day to help yourself out. So for example, I told you guys I have an extra, you know, 15 to 20 pounds to lose. COVID hit us all in different ways. So I've been doing smaller things. I haven't really changed how I ate. Um, I've just been adding more vegetables and trying to eat a little cleaner, but not anything bananas. Like we, we had girls got these last night, but I just made sure I had like three and then I stopped. Um, but in the last month I've lost three pounds. Now, while that might not seem like a huge amount, that's a much safer way of losing weight where it's gradual and I'm adding all these smaller things in rather than me just saying, I'm not going to eat any carbs. I'm not going to do this. I'm going to go on a crash diet. I'm going to whatever, whatever thing. Because if I did that, I could lose 20 pounds, but then I might feel like shit and it's not a long-term solution. So you don't want to sort of go about it that way. Um, just take your time with it. So some businessy stuff. Um, I keep forgetting to do this because I just have fun talking and I forget that um, there's businessy stuff to do. So we have a Facebook page, Apocalypse Movie Fitness, Insta at Apocalypse Movie Fitness. My website is um, okayishrunner.com. That has all the blog posts on it. I have been doing supplemental articles with um, some of the workouts and specific things you can do. I do put like pictures up of certain exercises you can do, depending on what movie. Also, it's the Patreon. So at patreon.com slash fitness. If you feel generous and want to throw some of your cash my way, that'd be awesome. I could buy better equipment, uh, paper, ink, things like that. Um, and just sort of keep this going. I am a regular person. I have a job and a house and I do this um, for fun. I love apocalypse movies and horror movies. And I kind of love fitness. So just putting it out there, but yeah, feel free to hit me up on any of those. My Gmail is okayishrunnerhere at gmail.com. That goes directly to my blog. I'm trying not to separate those two things too much because it's just easier if I have one website for everything. Um, there is an apocalypse movie fitness tab on that website. So feel free to check us out there. Um, stay safe and do a little bit today. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.